0: You are listening to the Amateur Church Podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation, for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you're journeying with me through the book of John this week. So we are covering the first half of John, John chapter 1 through 11, and we talked about in yesterday's episode uh, some theological truths about the... symbols or signs, the miracles of Jesus Christ that point to who he is. Uh, But now we want to ask devotion questions based on uh, the first half of the book of John. So I want to lay this out for you. Remember that when we look at uh, text uh, scriptures. We want to ask three main questions: What is the context of this passage? I encourage you to do that with every uh, Bible study you do. Where does this passage fit into uh, the the entirety of Scripture? Second, what is the impact of this text upon the culture around it? Uh, and then, was the impact of the culture upon the text? Why are certain things done the way that they are done? We're going to see this, especially. And one of our questions today, dealing with John chapter 4 and the Samaritan woman, why did Jesus do certain things that he did? Uh, So that has... great impact upon the culture, and the culture has great impact on on what we see in the text. Finally, how does this passage point us to Christ? Now, the past few weeks, we've looked at the Gospels, and we see it is about the ministry of Jesus Christ, uh, and so it's pretty easy to see how it points to, to him. But I want to ask even more as we look at John, how does this point us to the truth that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah? So think through that. Uh, there are a few questions I'm going to ask you today that I encourage you uh, apply b- first personally, and then as you uh, as you walk through that uh, personally, share this with your family, your small group, and walk through some of these important questions. First, what does it mean that Jesus Christ is the Word or the Logos in John chapter one? Remember, we talked a little bit about this, and uh, and just kind of walk through all that. Is uh, implied and directly and indirectly from John chapter one verse one through verse fourteen. Second, uh, in John chapter four, we do see where Jesus went to uh, Samaria. In fact, it says, "I must go uh, to to Samaria." Um, he had to pass through, and as he goes, he meets this Samaritan woman. Uh, and from that, we find out that Jesus is willing to go to a place that no one is willing to go. No Jew was. Uh, He's willing to speak to a woman that no one would speak to. He's willing to offer her what many are not willing or able to offer. Uh, So I want to ask you, are you willing to go to a place that no one is willing to go? Are you willing to speak to a people that no one is willing to speak to, and are you willing to offer what no one is willing to offer, forgiveness. Um, Think through that question and then ask not only yourself, but ask those closest to you. A third question that we can ask is, consider how John is written and the difference from John and Matthew, Mark, and Luke. What makes John's account so unique? We've talked about this before, but John writes from a theological standpoint that Jesus is the Son of God and he's using seven uh, 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 miracles, uh, seven I am statements that we'll cover uh, in in the next episode. Uh, seven uh, 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 events in the Passion Week. Uh, John is very theologically driven in that. So talk about why that matters and why John of all people would uh, might would do that. Um, number four, how do we view the signs and the I am statements of Jesus as truth? So, for instance, and and this is one of the reasons I encourage you take your devotion questions and listen to all the podcasts for the week, and read through, and then do these at the end of the week, uh, because you'll hear how the I am statements that Jesus makes. How do they correlate with some of the signs, and then how do we see that as true, and what does it mean if they are true? How does that impact our lives? Talk through that with those around you. Finally, one of my favorite passages is John chapter eleven. Where Christ is weeping over Lazarus. In fact, John 11:35 says Jesus wept. Um, now, some say he wept about or concerning Lazarus. I just mean that he wept over the event. Of Lazarus being dead, but but the purpose of that, the reason for that, may be, uh, maybe um, there may be one reason, there may be many reasons. It could be that he wept because of uh, the lack of faith by Mary and Martha. It could be that he wept because of death as a whole, that it uh, it it had entered the human race, and Jesus wept. Could be because of the emotional tie to his friend. There are many reasons, uh, but what ultimately does this show us concerning his humanity? and his compassion. I want you to walk through that and think about that Christ wept so that today we don't have to. Finally, I uh, would like to give you your memory verse for this week. It's found in John chapter 5, verse 24. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment but has passed out of death into life. And may that be our declaration that we have passed from death into life by believing in Jesus Christ. I love you. I'm praying for you. Stakes in the ground.